Hey friends, if you struggle to find time to read the Bible, or maybe like me, you do devotions in the morning, but then you could use a little more scripture in your day, I want to make sure you know about the Dwell Bible app. What makes Dwell so special is that they read the Bible to you, and you can choose from all different books of the Bible, different plans. They even have Dwell Daily, which is a daily devotional. And what really sets Dwell apart is that they have a variety of voices. You can have read the Bible to you. Over time, I've listened to Rosie the most. She is soft and relaxed and makes you feel like you're sitting by a fireside being read to. I also love Amber's voice. It's comforting and eloquent. So good. And then you can also choose what you want in the background, whether it's music or white noise. I love hearing the piano being played while I listen to the Bible being read to me. Pretty special. Dwell has something for everyone, men, women, and even children. So go over to dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson to receive your 25% discount today. Again, that's dwellbible.com forward slash Monica Swanson for your 25% discount. I know you're going to love it, so check it out. Let me know what you think. Christian Parenting Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting and hosted by my mom, Monica Swanson. On the Boy Mom Podcast, it is our goal to provide you with practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can find show notes for the podcast over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. We're so glad you're here. When we take God seriously, we begin to take ourselves seriously. When we take ourselves seriously, we pay attention to the way self-doubt tries to take us out. Mm. Because when we're doing what God wants us to do in life, raising our kids, doing our work, you know, going about life, loving other people well, the enemy is going to come in. He's going to whisper lies. We are going to be inundated with things that try to distract us or discourage us or depress us. And it's by partnering with God, by talking to him every day, by staying open to him, by going, okay, Lord, work in and through me and remind me of your truth and protect me from the enemy's lies that we partner and we keep moving forward. Aloha, friends. Well, that little clip was from Allie Worthington, who I am so excited to share in today's interview. Allie is one of those people that I feel like if we could all hear her voice speaking into our life every morning, we would have a lot better days. She is always such an inspiration and an encouragement to me. And today we get to talk about her brand new book called Standing Strong, A Woman's Guide to Overcoming Adversity and Living with Confidence. And I'm telling you, I know she wrote this book well before 2020, but the timing could not be better. God obviously knew we all needed this. And so I just loved diving into a conversation where I could ask her some questions. And she really shares from the heart her passion to encourage women to draw strength from their God-given identities, to overcome the obstacles that keep them from reaching their full potential and living out their dreams, and to walk confidently in the direction of their calling. She reminds us that with God, we are more than enough, and she just pumps me up, and I think you're going to love her too. Now, real quick, I want to pause to just say thank you all. It's been a crazy busy few weeks, but I so appreciated all of your support and enthusiasm for the character training course. I know some of you are diving into it right now, and I hope you love it, so please stay in touch with me about how that's going. 
Also, I want to thank you again for your ratings and reviews. They mean so much to me. I read every one, and I'm just going to share one. It's been a while since I've shared a review. So here's one from AZ Winnie, A-Z-W-I-N-N-I-E, AZ Winnie. Thank you, whoever you are out there. This is titled Awesome and Inspiring. Five stars. Thank you so much. It says, Monica is so faithful and dedicated to inspire and encourage moms of boys and girls. Her podcast has given me confidence to parent my teen son well. Thank you for equipping us to be the best we can be. Well, thank you so much for that. I am encouraged when I hear those words, so I really appreciate it. And guys, if you haven't left a rating or review yet, you're welcome to hit pause on your little smartphone. Scroll down to the bottom of your app for this podcast tap on five stars. And if you want to leave a few words about what you love most about the Boy Mom podcast, I would love to read them. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to dive in. I'm going to let Allie introduce herself here. And I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. All of us moms need strength right now in this season. And I think you're going to feel stronger just after listening to this interview with Allie Worthington. Without further ado, here's Allie and I talking about standing strong. Enjoy. Hey, Allie, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Hi, friend. It's so good to be with you. I'm so happy to get to bring you onto this podcast because before I have you introduce yourself, I'll just share a little bit of what I remember from first finding out about you and following you. And that was finding you on a podcast. And I don't remember if it was your podcast, which we'll link to. It's awesome. Or if it was you being interviewed on somebody else's podcast. But what I remember is you were talking and I was nodding and amening and like, oh, I like her. I like what she's about. And then about halfway through the interview, you mentioned that you had five sons. And I was like, okay, I'm all in. She's one of my people. So I became a quick fan and started following everything you were doing, reading your books, and got to do some coaching with you, which helped inspire me to do many of the things I'm doing today. And we'll touch on that before we're done too. I just appreciate you so much and your heart and I'm excited to get to share you with my listeners. So do you mind now introducing yourself to everyone? Sure, sure. What a lovely intro. Like you said, I have five boys. They are 12, 14, 16, 19, and 21. So I feel like I'm kind of on the other side of those really hard, exhausting years mm. to say, yep. it's great. Trust me, don't don't be afraid of the teenage years. And when they're mm. adults, it's all going to be good. Um, my husband and I and the boys, we live outside of Nashville. And I write books. I'm a speaker back when we used to be able to gather at events. And I spend most of my days as a business coach. And mm -hmm. I'm just a woman who loves the freedom that the internet has brought women to learn yeah. whatever we can learn and build whatever we can build. So I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I love, I love building new things and partnering with great women and just developing new tools and resources all the time for women to live into the life that God has for them. Mm, I love it. Love everything that I have found you doing and, and all of your books. And I'm super excited that I got to get a sneak peek at your newest book, which is just coming out this fall called Standing Strong. Can you tell everyone a little about that and the heart of that book? Yeah. So Standing Strong, um, the subtitle is A Woman's Guide to Overcoming Adversity and Living with Confidence, which is something we all, we all kind of mm. need these days. Mm -hmm. It is really a love letter to women. I feel like God really put it on my heart to write this book for women about what he has for them, mm -hmm. who they are in him, mm -hmm. how one of the first kind of visions for this book with this phrase that God gave me is when we take God seriously, we begin to take ourselves seriously. Mm 
And that he had so much for women um, of this generation. And so this is a a letter to them to realize who we are in him, Mm -hmm. um, identify where we get stuck, and then kind of a step-by-step for how we move forward with confidence partnering with him. I love it. I love it. I I want to share a quote here that I love from the book. It says, God has made you strong with the ability to survive anything that comes your way. Even when you feel weak and overwhelmed, you're stronger than you think. There is a strength within you that passes human understanding. And of course, when I first got my hands on this book, I remember thinking, you know, for me being all ambitious and doing a million things, I'm like, oh, work and career and all the things. And then I'm like, you know what? This speaks as much to the mom at home doing distance learning or homeschooling, Mm -hmm. or this speaks to those who are just trying to get through this pandemic and figure things out as much as to anyone else. So I think the message is incredibly timely and I think it was God leading you. So thank you for being obedient and writing this book. Oh, thank you, friend. Yeah, I feel like God has something really intentional and special for women in each season of our lives. Whether, you know, for me, I was a stay home mom to my kids for the first 12 years of being a parent. Mm -hmm. And that was the work that he put in my hand. In another season, he had me start building my business while I was also home with the kids. And that was Mm -hmm. the work he puts in our hands. And I think it's really exciting to realize in different seasons and different times, God keeps having new things for us to do, new adventures for us to have, new challenges for us to overcome. Mm-hmm. But whatever season we're in, He's with us and He will empower us to get through it. I love that. And I often tell women who reach out to me, maybe they've just got a baby or a couple of little ones and they're like, oh, I want to write or I want to podcast. I want to do this and that. And, you know, if God is telling them to, I say, absolutely go for it. But at the same time, I'm super grateful that God had me home for a long time before I started <laughs> doing anything. I'm like, I wouldn't have the things to say that I can say today if I didn't do the harder work of being home with those kids and just being mom. So definitely it's all about hearing from God in each season. I love that. Well, one thing that jumped out at me from your book, and I am so on board and and love that you address this, is the whole self-empowerment movement Mm -hmm. with women. Can you speak to that and and what you see and how you address that in the book? Yeah. You know, sometimes there'll be something that just really frustrates you and kind of makes you angry every time you encounter it. Now, you know me well. I'm, (laughs) I'm somebody who's pretty chill. I think one of the things about being a boy mom is over the years, nothing surprises you. I I remember when, when my first three were younger, I was friends with a woman named Missy and Missy had five children. Four of them were boys Mm -hmm. and all her kids were older than mine. And she was just unflappable. Like Mm -hmm. nothing made her angry. She didn't freak out. She just, one would be climbing up the the like water spout outside the house. And I'd be like, Hey, do you see your son? She'd be like, Oh, he'll be fine. That's this like, now that I have my kids are older, I get it. Right. Like, Oh, it's fine. But I found myself I'd open up Instagram or have conversations with people. And I'd found myself getting angry about something. And when I'm getting Mm. angry about something, I always need to kind of pull that thread and figure out what's going on. Mm. And it's this very popular, unbiblical self-empowerment message that's so popular, even with Christians right now. And Mm -hmm. it's, you're the hero of your own story. You can hustle and work for your success. You don't apologize. You demand what you need and you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are parts of that message that can be healthy in small doses. You know, we want to develop ourselves. We want to be physically healthy, spiritually healthy, emotionally healthy. We want to, we want to do that. 
Mm-hmm. But when it becomes the, we are the hero of our own story, we strengthen ourselves, we find our own truth, we find our mm. own inner strength, that's when it's dangerous. And that's why it's so unbiblical, because truth, wisdom, strength, the ability to do anything, that all comes from the Lord. Mm. So when you have a whole generation of women buying into this unbiblical, yet really popular mantra that's out there, they're headed toward disaster. Because the fruit of that message is disaster. Because without partnering with God, without having Him strengthen us, Him give us wisdom, Him give us insight and guide our steps, we can't do anything good. And when disaster comes, when people come up against hard times, instead of realizing that line of garbage that everyone fed me set me up for this, they'll go, I'm a failure. So the idea of so many women thinking that they aren't good enough, that they just need to work harder, they need to strive harder to be successful is really scary because, like I said a second ago, I believe the fruit of that message is destruction, Mm. and we will see that truth come out more and more uh, as we move into the end of this Mm -hmm. year and next year. Wow. I think that is such an important message, and I don't know about you, but I feel like I've seen a lot of people start off with God at the center, really trying to follow God. But then there's like this slippery slope Mm -hmm. that they end up kind of God shifts further and further off to the periphery. And pretty soon they are the hero of their own story. And so I think that's why I love that you address this so boldly. You do not hold back. I I was a little nervous about it. (laughs) Thank you. That needs to be said. People need to hear that message. So Oh, I just appreciate that so much. So one of the things that comes up a lot in your book, and you even just mentioned it in the last question, was that of partnering with God. And I'd love for you to expound on that a little bit more and talk about practically speaking, what does it look like to partner with God on a day-to-day basis? Mm, Yeah. So this concept of partnership kind of came to me slowly through the past few years. And the first time I ever thought about it, I thought of, the way that God chooses to partner with us to fulfill his purposes on the earth. Like he doesn't need us to do anything. He could just, voila, it's done. Yep, yep. And we tend to think about, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden, of course, we, we know the fall. We've, we've talked a lot about the fall. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that God told them to do was to subdue the earth, you know, cultivate it, transform it. Yes, it started out as a garden, but he planned for transformation. God planned for technology. He planned for a vaccine for polio. He planned for the wonders of Amazon Prime, two-day shipping, and and all of those (laughs) things, all of those things that make the world a better place. He planned for it, and he partnered with somebody to create it, whether it's homeschooling our children now in the middle of a Mm -hmm. pandemic when we never wanted to homeschool our children Mm -hmm. before. You know, he knew that was going to happen. He gave us the ability to do it. And he partners with it to fulfill his purposes. He doesn't force things on us, but he offers. I think about how many people could he have asked to build that ark before Noah? Mm, And, you know, they're just sitting around going, I've never seen rain or a boat, but I felt like I was thinking about God telling me to build a boat. I must have just eaten some bad dates, you know? I've never thought about this. (laughs) Right? He doesn't force us. He offers. Mm, And then we have Noah partnering with God to build Mm -hmm. that boat, took him 120 years. He never Mm -hmm. saw rain. I think about him slinging that hammer at 35 years, thinking he's crazy, slinging that hammer at 90 years, at 110 years, 112, thinking what in the world? And finally it starts raining and where he had partnered with God to save his family and the animals. Same thing for us. 
God mm-hmm. wants each of us to do something in each season of our lives. It's raising our children. It's raising our boys. It's if we're a teacher, teaching in a classroom, if we're an accountant, you know, making sure our, our clients don't go to jail, making sure they pay mm-hmm. their taxes, right? Whatever it is, he, it is a partnership to make the world a better place. And I think often we think of partnership with God as people who work in the ministry or who work at church, but God cares about everything because what we do makes the world a better place. Yeah. If you raising your children to love the Lord and take personal responsibility and, and be able to give and receive love, that is an important job because it makes the world a better place. You know, a job, say you're a professional gambler and you want to teach other people to gambler, probably not a dream that makes the world a better place. Mm-hmm. But I think as Christian women, sometimes we have two high standards. We go, I don't know if I want this or God wants this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the wrong default setting to have. The default should be, do I want to do this thing? And do I feel called to do this? And does this make the world a better place? If it does, that's partnering with God. And I think just in terms of partnering with him, leaning into what he has for us to every day go, Lord, help me work in and through me. And sometimes most importantly, help me not get in my own way. Oh yeah. Because what stops us from partnering with him is our own self-doubt. And that kind of comes into that message that the Lord gave me early on. When we take God seriously, we begin to take ourselves seriously. When we take ourselves seriously, we pay attention to the way self-doubt tries to take us out. Mm. Because when we're doing what God wants us to do in life, raising our kids, doing our work, you know, going about life, loving other people well, the enemy is going to come in. He's going to whisper lies. We are going to be inundated with things that try to distract us or discourage us or depress us. And it's by partnering with God, by talking to him every day, by staying open to him, by going, okay, Lord, work in and through me and remind me of your truth and protect me from the enemy's lies that we partner and we keep moving forward. Wow. I I love that. Thank you so much. What, what a huge encouragement. Well, there's so many things. I jotted pages of notes from this book and I I could cover it all, but hopefully people will just get the book and read it themselves. But I'm going to just have to touch on a few more things I loved. (laughs) Please do. So fun. Yes, it is so fun. You just, well, one thing I'm just side note here, because I've read all your books, I feel like in this book, maybe you shared a little bit more from your own life, from your own background, even your growing up and things I didn't know about you before. And so it really touched me how vulnerable you were in that way. And I think it made you so approachable and so relatable. So I want to just pause to thank you for that too, because that really touched my heart. Oh, thank you. I I've always tried to be more vulnerable than I felt comfortable with. Mm -hmm. But with this one, I kept a index card posted up in my office when I was writing, it just says, tell the truth. Mm, Wow. And I think sometimes as authors, it's not that we don't tell the truth, but sometimes some of our truth is so painful to tell that it's really Mm -hmm. scary because as you know, writing a book is a lot like walking into a a crowded room naked and saying, everyone Mm -hmm. comment on, on my nakedness. Mm -hmm. This is great. (laughs) But I really felt like with this one, I wanted to be more brave than I had ever been before. So thank you for that. All right. Yes. And I mean, I think another thing to note there is I think as a writer, some people will use the things that are 
hard or haven't been pleasant, almost because it'll get you more readers. I mean, it's interesting. It's fascinating. And so in a sense, I really admired that you've kind of held back a little bit in the past because you are sharing things that certainly could be dramatized, could be made a really big deal of. And you kind of, you share it, you tell the truth, you share it honestly, but you're also not doing it in a way that looks like you want attention. You're just sharing it in a way that glorifies God. And so, no, I just think you've handled your truth. So the truth from your, I I never like that term, your truth, (laughs) the truth of your story really, really well. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this conversation and there is more yet to come, but I want to pause real quick to tell you about something very cool that I get to be a part of and I hope you will be too. There's an event coming up that I will be speaking at. It's an online event called the Perfectly Imperfect Christian Parenting Event and it is on October 23rd and 24th, which side note happens to be my birthday weekend. So we're basically celebrating my birthday together. Well, this is a completely digital event and it was designed for parents like you as a time to set aside perfection and receive the practical and spiritual help we need in an easy and accessible form. The goal is to help you check your perfection at the door or on the couch and become the perfectly imperfect parent God has called you to be. I will be giving my talk on, no surprise, what your sons need most from you right now. And in addition to my talk, there will be over 50 other short, consumable talks giving you both practical and spiritual advice from some other amazing speakers such as Aaron and Jamie Ivey, Mark Batterson, Jonathan Pitts, four generations of the Duck Dynasty family, and many more. So you can register today for this digital Christian parenting event at, ready for this, Boymom dot perfectly imperfect.org. I'll say it one more time. Boymom.perfectlyimperfect.org. And yes, there will be links to that in the show notes. But I am so excited about this and I hope you can go over, register today, and I will see you there celebrating my birthday and being encouraged in your parenting with so many amazing people. I can't wait to watch all the speakers. Okay, now we'll get back to our conversation. One of the tools you give readers is called the five second secret. Can you give a sneak peek and tell us about the five second secret? Yeah. So it it comes from a years ago, I read a book from Mel Robbins called the five second rule. And basically it's Mm -hmm. that our brain makes us procrastinate and not take action. Like anytime we want to like wake up early and work out or whatever Mm -hmm. it is we want to do or or not have that second piece of cake or whatever it is, our brain's like, nah, I don't want to be uncomfortable. We're not going to do anything. And when you hesitate for just a split second, your brain will make you not take action. Like you almost have to launch yourself into taking action when it's that phone call you don't want to make, that email you're too afraid to send, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, there's something in our brain that tries to keep us from danger or discomfort and slows us down. Which can be a good thing, right? Yeah, it totally can be sometimes. This is just more of like trying to overcome procrastination. And so she said she started kind of tricking her brain by doing a countdown, five, four, three, two, one, go, and launching herself into action. I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's so simple. I can do that. So I tried it, and sure enough, it worked. Wow. But then as wow. I was writing this book, I thought one thing I know to be true is God calls us to partner with him. Mm-hmm. And when we bring God into any battle, we are going to win that battle. So if I need to do something and I'm a little bit nervous about doing it and I'd rather put it off, I'd rather mm-hmm. procrastinate, yep. I will I will bring the Lord into it and I will say, for God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, mm-hmm. love, and self-control. Five, four, mm-hmm. three, two, one, go. And I'll send that email or make that phone call and whatever we're going through, 
just using scripture, then mm-hmm. counting down and kind of launching yourself into action. It is so crazy because it works every time. Wow. I love it. I'm yeah. going to start. I'm going to so start fun. trying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is so true though, because sometimes you'll just have that inspiration and you feel so good and so right. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, no, nah, that was crazy. So that's a great tip. I love that. And then you also talk about confidence and this is mm-hmm. just huge. I mean, I have found throughout my life, just what a difference confidence makes. Like my voice in writing is a world of difference in a moment of confidence than in a moment of insecurity and self-doubt. And you talk about confidence being, you know, a key to your work. Can you just talk about the surprising secret to confidence? Yeah. I think that we all think that confidence is kind of like either having brown hair or blue eyes or our height, like it's just Mm -hmm. fixed. Mm -hmm. Some people are born with confidence. Some people aren't. I was someone Mm -hmm. who was not born with confidence, very shy, very introverted. I was so surprised to read that by the way. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's been built over time. Yeah. And that's the thing about confidence. Confidence is something that if we take baby steps and we do those things that we're afraid of, we will soon be confident in doing them. It's not static. It is a skill that we learn. It's, it's kind of like when we're little girls, we wouldn't say, oh, I'm a, I'm a confident bike rider when we're five, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have a tricycle and then we move on to training wheels. And then one of those wheels pops off and we wreck and then no training wheels. And then we mm-hmm. like go down a big grassy hill. And before we know it, we've crashed a few times. We skinned our knee, our elbow hurts, but all of a sudden we're a bike rider. That Mm -hmm. process may have taken a week, it may have taken a month, it may have taken six months. Everybody's different. That's the same way with confidence. We we start out with whatever we don't feel confident about. We start out on a trike Mm -hmm. and then we move up to training wheels because we take a little bit of action. We try to to do it scared step by step. And before we know it, we're on a big bike and we are going to crash. We're going to hurt. We're going to feel uncomfortable. But at the end of it, we go, sure enough, this is what I do now and I feel confident. Mm. Yes. And when we start thinking about confidence, not as something we're either born with or not, but something that we can grow, something that, hello, we partner with God on and he builds yes. in us, yes. then he can give us that confidence and the strength to do anything that he's called us to do. Well, I love that so much. And I know for me that confidence is definitely something that's had to be built over time. And in fact, I've said before that when I started my podcast, I was terrified. I followed other podcasters and so many people that just sounded so smooth and like they were born to do this. And so when I decided to just go for it, I even said in my very first episode, you know, I know you have to be bad at something before you're good at it. And, you know, over over time, it's been a slow grow, but I certainly have realized that um, it's you can develop skills. You can develop, and when God is on your side, nothing can come against you. So I love the topic of confidence and certainly feel like I have experienced such differences in my work when I'm walking in a place where I know God has led me there and I know that he's with me and it's not all about me. It's about him being strong in me. Well, one more thing before we wrap up, I would love to hear you speak on because this is something that I, I think I've struggled with and probably everybody at some point has, but, uh, you talk about discerning God's voice Mm -hmm. and I love to hear different godly women's take on how they hear God's voice and how you would encourage maybe a younger believer to begin to discern God's voice in their life or their work or their family or whatever they're doing. Yeah. I think sometimes people feel discouraged because they haven't heard from God before. I didn't hear from him until I was 30. Mm. So if anyone's listening going, I haven't heard it, it's something that 
that we begin mm-hmm. practicing. For me, he will often be very loud and very clear, not audibly, but in my spirit when I need to change directions or I'm mm-hmm. on the wrong path and he needs to kind of direct me like, I know you want to do this, but let's go back over here. I think sometimes we confuse our own voice and the voice of our own inner critic with the Holy Spirit. And we have to be really careful about that because yes. we tend to be really hard on ourselves. Our inner mm-hmm. critic just tears us down all day long. At, but when it is God speaking to us, when it's the Holy Spirit in us speaking and, and, and giving us messages and encouraging us, it's going to be way kinder than we would ever be to ourselves. Mm, that's not great. Right? So I like to think, mm-hmm. is this voice loving and encouraging and gently convicting me if it needs to be? Or is Mm -hmm. this voice trying to shame me into submission? Mm -hmm. And if it's a shaming, harsh voice, I know it's not the Lord. But if it's loving, if it's convicting, if it's encouraging, I know it's that of the Lord. That, to me, has been the greatest kind of test of, is this me or is this the Lord? And then, of course, if something's big, if I feel led in a certain way and it's really big, I will ask the Lord that He confirms it through other people. So Mm -hmm. I'm not asking them for confirmation. but If he so chooses to send a friend to me who would say, I think the Lord wants me to tell you this, or you've been on my heart because of this when I was praying, um, that's such a great gift because we really know for sure that we're hearing from the Lord. Mm, I love those moments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so good. Well, Allie, I could talk about your book and all of that all day, but uh, hopefully people will be able to just get it right away since it should be released by the time this episode airs about possibly the same day. I'm oh, thinking. how exciting. So I know it. So, um, But before we wrap up, I do want to ask you some boy mom questions mm-hmm. that I'd like to ask love my it. boy moms. So I would love for you to share with all of us a boy mom essential, something you can't imagine life without while you're raising your boys. (laughs) Rubbing alcohol. (laughs) I feel like that's been my essential forever and I can't get it because of COVID. Oh dear. Is that right? Yeah. There's interesting because you're always cleaning something. There's always something gross to be cleaned up with. Um, Bleach will, bleach will ruin everything, but rubbing Mm -hmm. alcohol won't. I, I, I'm a big fan. I'm not, it's this silly, crazy thing, whether it's somebody's sick and you've got to clean up or Mm -hmm. they've tracked mud everywhere or they've put Mm -hmm. marker on the, um, the counters, good old rubbing alcohol does it all. Love it. Tried and true. Mm -hmm. So good. Okay. Now I can't wait to hear this one. In all of your years raising these five boys, was there a moment or maybe many moments you can think of that you just said, I am a boy mom, something they dragged in, said or did that really made you a hashtag boy mom? (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think boy moms have to be a little tough. I think, Uh I think, I don't think I necessarily was tough, but they made me tough. So I've never told this story before. We used to live in Rhode Island. My two oldest ones that this is probably 15, 16 years ago. Uh-huh. And our backyard backed up to someone else's backyard and there was a little koi pond. And we figured out that our oldest convinced the second oldest to fish out some koi with their butterfly nets. Oh. And they, they panicked and they buried the koi Oh, because they're little boys and they're dumb. Yes. So yes. my neighbor, she was a cop. So I called her and I was like, they have killed your koi. First of all, I'm sorry. I'm going to buy you more koi, but I'm going to march them over there this afternoon. And I need you to pretend like you're going to take them to jail. No, (laughs) you didn't. (laughs) 
I did. And, uh, and so like she, they had to admit what they had done and she looked really angry and she was kind of like thinking like, I don't know, like, like she never said, I'm going to take you to jail, but you could tell that was going through their heads. That was going through their heads. It was one of the funniest things I've ever done. I'm like, I'm these boys, I'm fighting fire with fire and they were, they earned the money, bought some new koi and, uh, never, never murdered anyone's, uh, koi again. Oh, that is classic. Yeah, they just panicked. I Instead of throwing it. it back in, they literally buried sure. the koi so no one would see. Well, I was like, why didn't you throw it back in the water? And they were like, we, they were like three and four. They said, yes. we don't, we don't, oh. or two and four. They said, we don't know. <laughs> oh, bless their hearts. <laughs> the good old bury the dead trick. I know, wow. I know, bless them. Whoa, yes. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have one final wrap up question um, at the very end. But first, I want you to tell people, where they can find and follow you if they just want to click online right now. And also, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about your business coaching mm-hmm. and your called creatives. So can you just tell us about that? Oh, yeah. So I'm Allie Worthington everywhere, A-L-L-I Worthington. So Allie Worthington podcast, AllieWorthington.com, Allie Worthington on Instagram. Oh, I just made a new quiz. It's what's your secret superpower? And it tells you what your strengths mm-hmm. are, what the Bible verse is for your type, what you wish other people knew about you and what other, what other mm. people wish you knew. So it's super fun. It only takes mm. two minutes. It's on my website. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. But you can just text me to get a link. So you can text the word yeah. superpower, all one word to five, five, four, four, four. So superpower, all one word, five, five, four, four, four. You'll get a text from me and take the quiz. It's just about two minutes and it's super fun. Oh my goodness. I love these kind of things. It is. It has been so, I've been getting so many messages from women going, Oh, I'm this type or I'm this type. And it's, you you nailed it. it. So that's fun. fun. Like you said, I spend most of my time as a business coach. So helping Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, women who own their own companies, women who want to scale their companies to grow bigger. Um, A lot of, I work with a lot of people who just want to be good leaders and enjoy their businesses Mm -hmm. all at the same time. So that's great. And then Called Creatives is a partnership with one of my friends, Lisa Whittle, who's a fellow author and speaker and Mm -hmm. boy mom too, Mm -hmm. where we help women who are called to write and speak. We kind of give them the real deal. Like, here's what you actually need to know about getting a book published and writing your book Mm -hmm. and speaking. And we wanted to be the most real and give the most super helpful information really inexpensively. So it's just $19 to join because, Mm. you know, I've lived through times where I couldn't have had 19 extra dollars to spend on anything. I never wanted to create something that women couldn't get the resources they need to fulfill what Mm. God's called them to do because of money. So yeah, it's been really fun to build that community. Oh, how awesome. And Lisa Whittle is so great. Yeah, so she's, she's legit. Love that you're doing that. Oh, well, so fun. And we'll be linking to everything that you've mentioned and all the places people can find you in our show notes. But for our final question for you, can you share just a piece of wisdom or a nugget that you would say to a younger Allie, maybe when your firstborn was just a baby, what could you share from your experiences from who you are now for, to that younger mom? Mm, that's a great question. I would say, don't worry. God has a plan. He will tell you everything you need to know as you go. But the most important thing to know is that he is faithful and he can be trusted and he will take care of you every step of the way. 
beautiful. Thank you so much, Allie. I love that. No, it's been so good to be with you. Yes. Thank you so much for your time and just congratulations on this new book. Just so excited and uh, can't wait to share it with everyone. So God bless you and thanks for being here. Thanks so much. It's great to be with you. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. And as always, there are show notes and links to Allie's book and where you can follow her over in show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. Look for episode number 75. And I just want to thank you again for being a part of this amazing community. Thank you for spreading the word about this podcast. We have so many awesome topics and interviews coming up in the months ahead. I just can't wait to share them all with you. So have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.